Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which quarterbacks are going to break your heart this season? Jamie Eisenberg knows next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here on the Wednesday, August 17th episode with Jamie Eisenberg. And we're here to talk about QB bus candidates. Jamie, I'm going to ask you for a couple of bus candidates at QB first. Those early round QBs, they've been... Uh, I, I think the early round QBs are, are worth drafting earlier than ever this season. I think they make the biggest difference that they have, uh, at least in the last five years right now. You know, the Josh Allens and Patrick Mahomes and, and those guys. But they're all probably not going to hit. One of them's going to bust. There are five quarterbacks currently going within the first 72 picks uh, in NFC ADP right now. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert. Which of those first five QBs off the board in ADP has the biggest risk of busting this season? And how is it going to go wrong for them if it does? Yeah, one of those things is not like the other. You know, Joe Burrow uh, stands out, obviously. And I, I think, you know, he was he was obviously uh, impressive last year, you know. And, and I think the thing that you, you look for as the positives are uh, one of, if not the best receiving cores in the NFL and a significantly upgraded offensive line with the three guys that they brought in. But you're still asking him, I think, to take a significant leap. And, you know, if you take out some of the highlight performances last year toward the end of the season, you know, specifically, you know, the Baltimore game, for example, um, he wasn't as good maybe as the final numbers suggest. And so uh, I'm not really worried about the appendix. And, you know, hopefully he's going to be 100 percent. He seems like he's turning in the right direction. But I just think, you know, he doesn't offer you the same thing like some of these guys do with their rushing ability. And I don't think we're going to see the same volume that some of these other guys are going to bring you. Let's say like a Tom Brady who's going after him. So I think Joe Burrow is a fine number one quarterback, but if you're drafting him in that range, you're asking him to be uh, take a significant leap, but I just don't know if he's going to get there. So he would be the one that scares me the most. Yeah, Burrow had 12 completions for at least 50 yards and eight touchdowns of at least 50 yards last season. Matthew Stafford was the only quarterback with more than seven passes of 50-plus yards last season, and it's the most in the last five years of any quarterback. So if you're looking for a place for regression, that would be one. It just might be hard to replicate that kind of big play potential. All right, let's uh, let's get another bust candidate for you. I know Joe Burrow was on your list. You got any other bust candidates for the 2022 season? Yeah, two receivers that uh, make me nervous just based on where they're going, not necessarily because I think they're going to fall on their face, but uh, Devontae Adams and Debo Samuel just have me a little bit concerned. Adams is going in the first round. Um, I think people are still drafting him based on what he's expected to do from his Green Bay days. Uh, if you just look based on the difference in targets, you know, forget about target percentage, forget about any of those things, forget about production, just the difference in targets. It's just glaring the last four seasons, how much of a difference he was from the number two guy. The majority of that was Aaron Jones. Uh, there was one year in there with Jimmy Graham, uh, but it was basically a, a 50 plus difference in terms of the number one target receiver in Adams to the number two target getter in, in, in Green Bay. And you go to Las Vegas where Darren Waller, we know, is going to be, you know, in 120, if not closer to, you know, 100, 120 is probably a good number for him with, with Adams there. Uh, Hunter Renfro is coming off a huge season in terms of his production and certainly his amount of targets. And so I don't think those guys just completely go away. 
And so Adams in the last, I think it's seven years where he's been a top tier wide receiver has two top 10 finishes, but they were bottom top 10, as opposed to one and two, where he typically has gone with the Packers. Uh, one of those years, he was at 17 PPR points per game. The other one at 19 PPR points per game. I think if you get that production, you're fine, which makes him closer to a number 10 receiver for me he's number six, uh, as opposed to being the number three receiver. In some cases, I've seen him go off the board based on the ADP that you're looking at. All right. Uh, what about the second wide receiver that you mentioned? Oh, Debo Samuel. Uh, yeah, you know, Samuel, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that he's still going to be used to whatever extent as a rusher. But I think if you just look at it and right now, you know, it may, may fall in line a little bit, but uh, they were they were strapped last year. You know, Elijah Mitchell was banged up. Trey Sermon was hurt and struggling. Uh, Jeff Wilson, I don't think they trusted him coming back from his injury situation. And they didn't have Tyrion Davis Price. Raheem Mostert was obviously not there. So I think they were kind of forced to use Debo in that role. He clearly thrived in that role. But can he still do that again? Will they use him again? And now you have a running quarterback with a more robust running back core. Even with Mitchell banged up, I think he'll be fine. Um, you bring back, you know, obviously, uh, or build off of what Brandon Ayuk did at the end of last season when he was getting more targets in the passing game than Debo Samuel. And so if you just look at his receiving numbers, he's still a top 10 fantasy receiver. So I think you just take that on, its, on his face and say, okay, I'm happy with that. You know he's going to run still to whatever extent he's going to do it, but I just don't think he's going to be as successful. So to take him early in round two, like the ADP on our site, on CBS Sports, has him, I think, like 15th overall. I can't do that. Uh, in most cases, he's still going in round two. For me, that's still a little bit too soon. I would take him early round three, so it's kind of semantics. You know, if you're picking at the back end of round two, you want to take him, that's fine. Uh, but anything close to 15th overall, even 20th overall, just a little bit too soon for me. I think he'll be good. I just don't think he'll be as great, and so I don't want to draft him as a ceiling. And you can't ignore the the steady drum beats out of training camp. I think the the twin steady drum beats out of San Francisco that are worrying me with Debo Samuel. One, just Trey Lance sounds like he's been kind of iffy. The accuracy has been an issue. He hasn't uh, necessarily been wowing people so far in camp. But the bigger one might be just Brandon Ayuk sounds like he's been the absolute star of training camp. You know, He's been earning a ton of targets. Like you said, in the second half of last season, he was the number one guy. Samuel made up for that by basically being a running back, especially near the red zone. But, you know, if you can't count on 40, 50 rushing yards and a touchdown, like he was getting pretty much every week last year, it's going to be really tough for him to live up to expectations. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and five. Make sure you donate to St. Jude as part of our fantasy football today draft-a-thon. You can bid on pre-draft calls with experts like Jamie and I, also Dave Richard, Heath Cummings, a spot in the FFT podcast league, a guest spot in our fantasy football today show, and more. The link is in the podcast description. Or if you're watching on YouTube, Jamie was just pointing at the QR code on the YouTube channel to see what else we have available. We'll see you next time on Fantasy Football Today in five.